is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. 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 I don't like that. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hello, hello, guys. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? My name is Damio. And I'm Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. We're back with another episode for you guys. We love it here. Consistently on top of it. All the time, except for the weeks where we take a break. But we've been on top of it. All the time. Riding it out. And you know this, man. Okay. Top only. We do this, Erica. Mm hmm. Tell us something good. Whoa, something good that happened to me. Interesting question. Hmm, something good that happened to me. You know what? I popped out. Oh, popped out. Um, actually, two. I joined another dating site. <laughs> another dating site. It's called Coffee Meets Bagel. Okay. Um, so it's like Hinge, but it's for like more for like serious daters. Okay. Okay, so it's quite interesting. I just made my profile some coffee new. bagel sounds super sexual though. What where is your mind going? Because it's like what's the coffee, what's the bagel? It's bagel. What what is the coffee and bagel that is sexual? I don't know. What are you thinking about? Maybe it's me. What tell tell me the sexual parts. I was thinking about coffee, something warm. Okay. Comforting. Okay. Sure. Liquidy. Okay. Bagel, something hard. Oh. Wow. Hard and white? No. Okay. Hard. Fulfilling. Oh. Stiff. Oh, wow. Thick. I like my my bagels to be a little bit soft, though. At times. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Anyway, I didn't think about it that far. But I thought I I was the one with the dirty mind, but I guess you're showing that it's truly you. (laughs) Thanks for sharing your true colors. Oh, well. But that was a nice, you know, I'm just trying to put myself out there. So I went out to this weekend, well, weekend that passed as well. So just trying to, you know, just branch out, do something fun, and, you know, just not be cooped up with work and being at home and mom Perhaps life, you know. True. So I would say that was it for me. What about you? Hmm. Well, I would say that I have been trying to do cardio. This month, so I've been able to do at least 45 minutes of cardio every oh, day. Oh, that's good. What type of cardio do you do? Treadmill. Okay. I've been doing the 12.30. Okay. Well, 12.45. Okay. So, good yeah, job. that's it. Nothing good job. Crazy. Good for you. That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, you guys try to, you know, pay attention to little things that make you smile, have a highlight of the day. Life could be hard, whether it's working out or a dating site or maybe you buying you some ice cream something okay something to make you smile so dummy girl um let's get into it how do we like to start well we like to start with the hot topics yes so let's start with one of the topics that's been taking over social media this week so we have a situation where rapper sukiana was on a panel it seemed to be her um little duval somebody else i'm not exactly sure where they were but they were on some sort of panel and she was there with yk osiris and yk osiris inserted himself on her like he just was kissing on her trying to be on her and he tongue kissed her so that i don't want you know when we say kissing it's like it's like he tongued her he down. He tried to really. He was on someone. Yeah, he kept trying to forcibly do it. In the video that came out, it was obvious that she did not want this kiss. She was rejecting the kiss. It was more of like she was shocked. Too. Yeah, but he kept pushing it. So, 
Um, a lot has been going on back and forth. This has caused a lot of conversation, especially if you're not familiar with Sukiana. Sukiana is known for being Suki with a good pussy. You know what I mean? Like, that's how she introduces herself. That's what she does. She lets it be known that she is a sexual being, and she owns it. Yeah. Um. So, and people, yeah, people have been saying that, like, does she deserve it? And uh, before we even, like, answer that question, another thing happened, because... Two things happened with Suki, like, all in the same week. She did an interview with um, Candy, um, with another right. guy, um, and instantly the guy was like, I want to smell your coochie. Like, go to your, go to the bathroom right now, put your finger in your coochie, and let me smell. Like, I know your coochie's fat. and You know, just saying things like that. Very you know, like, I know you from the South, and I know that shit is watery. And, and literally her face, you could tell she was like, this is a lot. This is like, aggressive. Especially not coming from you. You know, like, ugh, you know. Um, and of course, Candy left it up. It seemed like everyone was laughing it off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Even with the one you're talking about, yeah. um, people were laughing like, ha 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 ha. Um, this one I'm talking about, people are laughing. So it's, is it that people didn't stand up for her? You know, is it that she didn't stand up for herself? What are your thoughts regarding this? Like this whole thing? Cause this is a lot. Some people are saying she, that's what she gets. Some people are like, no, no, no. Woman's right. You see, don't violate women no matter what. I mean, I think all those things are true in a way. Like, I definitely think that he did too much. You know, like, I Which feel one? like um, both of them, yeah. both of them. But to, to begin with YK Osiris, I feel like YK Osiris, he did too much. The minute that she visibly was like, okay, I don't want this kiss anymore. This kiss is not for me. He should have backed up. Yeah. It could have been just as simple as so, that. So did she say I didn't want the kiss anymore? No, but her her body language was clear. And okay. She kind of pushed him off of her. Yeah. So once that happened, that was a clear indication of leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, but I do think that, like, there's so much of that banter that's happening that sometimes it can get out of control, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, that's how people are used to you talking about yourself. Like, you know, I got it. Come and see what it's about. Because even in the clip that came out about, like, what happened before, um, before the incident, it was kind of like she was talking to him, like, yeah, you know, like, um, come and find out. I, I, you don't know what to do with all of this, this, that, and the other. So I felt like it was a little bit of the playful so answer, but so it what, went too far. Okay. So she kind of provoked the situation? Not provoked. Okay. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't use that language of, like, she provoked him. Uh-huh. I would just say, like, the, the whole situation right. was sexually free and open and there was a certain level of like oh we play we were crossing boundaries already Mm. and i think it just is like oh no but this is a hard boundary for me because i know some people say that you know if a woman dresses a certain way whether she's you know showing a lot of skin body whatever that means she's asking for it you know and Mm -hmm. it's like no even if she shows skin does not mean she's saying come and attack me come and have sex with me kind of have whatever whatever right but at the same time, there's also this thin line, too, because we're kind of like, okay, what message are you putting out there? Just, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and also with her, people could be like, well, if you're constantly saying you cooch, you Suki with a good coochie, you know, you're always talking about exactly. your, your vagina all the time. Exactly. Um, is that drawing certain type of attention that even that you may not actually want or like? Yeah, and I, I think that that's just the reality of it. I think that Suki just was like, this is the case that she fucked around and found out. Like, honestly, So she brought it up on herself? No. I'm just saying that you you open that energy up. Damn. So it's like, and I think that that's just part of it. Like in social media, in this new era of activism, people have created this false reality of like, you can do things without consequence. There's no, like there's nothing that you do that can lead to one thing. Everything is so unilaterally independent. And that's just not true. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we know that certain things are not true. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you decide that you're going to be, Dealing cocaine is a high chance it's gonna end in you going to jail or going to prison. Exactly. You're gonna attract a certain crowd. You're gonna attract a certain crowd. And again, lifestyle. with us saying this, we're not saying that of course we know people who are fully dressed, you know, people who are not promiscuous, people who do not talk talk about sex, who are attacked, who are sexually assaulted, harassed, exactly. molested, raped, all of that. You know, so we're not excusing or saying that. But it is true. You know, if you're because I know you you know, we were talking about how when she first met DJ Khaled and she was saying, what's up? I'm Suki with a good, good pussy. pussy. Yeah, what you know about this? Da, da, da. You know, and for me, if a guy comes up to me and say, I'm Jerome with a big dick. <laughs> <Jerome>. <laughs> or Derek with a long dick. 
I would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel sexually harassed. I didn't, I did not need to know that. Exactly. And I know like, you know, she, she also made a statement like, you know, I'm a mother first friend, sister, whatever first, you know, and what I do, my job is my job. But sometimes it appears that this is your job 24 seven. And, and that's what I was going to say. It's like, there, it's one thing to like, that's your rap personality. Yeah. But it's like in these spaces where you've been given the opportunity to show us Suki, that's still who you present. That's very true. So we would never know that, oh, that's not Suki. Because I'm like, Trina, she talked about her coochie. Um, all these other rap female rappers, they talk about their coochie. They got the best coochie and they could do this, whatever. I feel like even with Cardi B, like people, no one's going to come down. And even with her being a previous stripper too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you see a little difference. You know what I mean? We're now, not granted, gonna... Some of that is offset, you know. That's true. Because she married now. She got man. Whatever. I, I definitely think that like it is just a thing of like... Now, I will say with the podcast on Candy Show, he was just overly aggressive. The situation didn't It was call unnecessary. For it just didn't call for it whatsoever. Yeah. So, it's just like you brought you brought that weird energy. But I do think that, like, this is going to be... She's going to think about it twice about, like, how she enters a room. Yeah. I do think that, that that is what happened. And I think that's, like, YK Osiris, he needs to know that he did too much. Like, the main lesson is, like, when no means no. So, my question is, if... With the incident with the candies in candy interview, well, even with the other one, if he was a more attractive man, Mm-mm. do you think she would have reacted differently? Mm-mm. Do you think her reaction would have been the same? Like, mm, or would she be like, "Oh, you find a tell, let's go." No. Oh, which one I, is no? No what? No, this. I don't think she would have reacted differently. Mm-hmm. Shit, ain't that what's going on with Trey Songz? Does she have something to do with Trey? No, I'm saying like that. This situation where somebody is so, supposedly fine—that's very true. That's but a good he point. Imposes himself yeah. on women. Like get your goofy ass. This, yeah, exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree. I feel bad because I feel like it's definitely you know also the fact that people laughed it off too. You know, I think yeah. that also adds to me when I sound like damn. Everyone is kind of like he 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 he. You're not paying attention. I was like saying it's okay even when we could all see that her reaction shows that she's uncomfortable, she's uncomfortable. even especially the one with the candy it was like we were literally they're side by side like this you yeah. know what i'm saying and candy was yeah. kind of like ah, laughing it off and you know but it's just like as a fellow woman That's okay if you want to put it to that level you could it was so obvious that she was like what the fuck Katie is said, you doing too much now. yeah like That's you could clearly said. just say stop oh you know what i mean so she didn't get support from whether a, ma- a woman or a man, you know, I do. Yeah, I do feel like that. That was that. That was the real sad part too. That it was like nobody stood up for her and nobody advocated. Like everybody was just kind of there. Even she, you could tell. Like honestly, I was shocked at how she didn't advocate for herself more. To be honest, because she strikes me as such a vocal person. But that's the thing, though. You know, people. You know, you never realize you in such a shocking situation like that. Because yeah. I've been in certain situations, I'm just like, if we're talking out, I'd be like, well, I'm going to do this. And, you know, but when you are in the situation, especially with us like that, you're being sexually harassed or someone is, you know, saying things of things like that of that nature. It's like you're so shocked. Yeah. And you can't believe this is really happening. Yeah. And it's happening in front of all these people. In front of everybody. You know, um, and it's like, am I the only one here? Like, people do see that this is happening, right? Okay. You know, and it's like, okay, what do I say? How do I approach it without, like, okay, now people are, people see it as it's funny. People see that, you know, okay, maybe it's a joking situation. If I'm to say something, will they say I'm doing too much? You know, I think it's a shock of everything that's going on um, that makes it hard. I, co- I completely agree. But you know what? I would definitely say we do send our support to Suki, I think the main thing is we do want to n- make sure it's known. She did not deserve it. Absolutely. She did not deserve it. So, you know, prayers to her. She did say she forgave the boy. Okay. But you know who is not going to forgive anybody soon? What? Big Lex is not about to forgive Jocelyn for that ass whooping. Mm. She handed her at the Floyd Mayweather Zeus-sponsored event. Okay. So what the heck was that about? There is a lot that happened, but the main summary of it is that there was a boxing fight between uh, Floyd Mayweather and, honestly, I can't tell you the opponent. And behind, um, (laughs) backstage, there was an even bigger brawl between Jocelyn and one of her cabaret girls, Big Lex. Now, Big Lex um, is most popular for being the girl to say, damn, double homicide. (laughs) That's where she got her real claim to fame. Um, And as we all know, there was a lot that happened with the reunion as to where it couldn't even be aired. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of that involved her a lot of that involved her getting into it with both jocelyn and her man mm-hmm. um so what's been coming out is like there's been a bunch of stuff being said back and forth by big lex about jocelyn and her man uh, what's his name ballistic 
Yeah, ballistic. Ballistic. Um, so when they caught her, it was on site for yeah. real. It was on site. They beat that girl like she stole something. It was a bunch of them that they, actually jumped her. They jumped her. They yeah. beat the black off of her. Like it was it was a very serious, serious thing. And she caught um, the police. And she called the police and she's pressing charges. Rightfully so. She's pressing charges. But do you think it's rightfully so, especially since we know that she was Talking really shit. involved, provoking the situation. She as well said, I'm ready, it's on site as well. But I think I think the issue is like when we say on site, we're saying it's on site between us, not yeah, between nah, me and your ten security when guards. When I got jumped, it was no longer a fair fight. Exactly. Like, yeah. like if it was just her, if Jocelyn just whooped her ass by herself and she called the police, yeah. you were hot, you were yeah. snitch. But if but the fact that it was like all those people and they were men, yeah, it, it was too much. It was a little too much. It was a little too much. Like. But I, I kind of want us to tap into Jocelyn and like, what the hell is going? I mean. We've always known. I mean, she's always been like this, quite frankly. So this is nothing different. This is nothing new. But you know, I feel like maybe we all got on the high of her saying that um, this is my first time performing without being on coke. You yeah. know, so I'm like, oh, maybe she's turning to a new leaf. You know, but just to even still see this behavior after what less than a week ago of saying you performed without being on coke. It's still, like where's the growth? Where where I is mean, it at? The growth is she performed without coke. Okay. She did not say, I'm, I'm not, not on coke I'm, anymore. I'm not beating these bitches no, no more. Not even that. I don't even think, I think that that's an assumption being made that she was coked out. I think that it's very possible to her have been blackout drunk. She could have been She was on something. High. She was under the influence of something. She was under the influence for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I would not go, I would not put coke on her. Especially because I know she's, she just got off of, um, the what's it called college hill everything uh-huh. like there's so many spaces of which she would have detoxed from coke uh-huh um because she wouldn't have been able to do coke in those spaces but those shows are what a month or maybe like 14 days whatever so i think we also need to know like the different categories of drugs too you know what i'm saying and there are different types of addicts as well too yeah you know what i'm, I'm saying? trying to have hope in jocelyn that sure she was but not with, we could coke. do that without creating excuses at the same time but i'm not creating excuses i'm just saying i think she was off something i don't want to assume it was coke i don't want to put that out there that she was on coke she could have been drunk she could have been high off week she was under the influence she was under the influence and she definitely abused it and i think that it it just is like it's unbecoming because it's like damn this is like the second fight you've been in in a week Mm-hmm. And we know Jocelyn, like Jocelyn has grown so much. Just because this happened, she really has grown so much. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen her do good with her daughter. We've seen her try to put out music and do this show and do all these things. So it's really disappointing that she would stoop that low, catch another case. Like You know what a weird epiphany that had? Especially watching like the you know, the history of their fight and things that Big Leg said about ballistic and even just seeing ballistic. That was not his first time he has gotten aggressive with another woman. Yeah. For me, it gives like he's been aggressive with Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Now, he may not have like punch of black and blue, yeah. but he looks like he struck that out. Because I feel like any man that gets aggressive with a woman, don't feel like because, oh, he's married, that, oh, that married woman is special. Yeah. If you get like that with a random girl, you get like that. You get without someone who's with you every single day. That yeah. pisses you off every single day. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So even Big Lex, of course she was talking shit, but she did, you know, one of her IG live she said oh she um all he does is you know gamble plays with dice all day and make beats beats and hope that this you know whatever song blows off whatever that she you know that Justin's one taking care of him and you, you can see that you know yeah. and Justin she you know she is a domestic violence survivor too she's talked about that you know what I'm saying even Stephen J did not treat her right as well you know what I'm yeah. saying so even though she's such a strong personality um but you know things like that it comes from somewhere you know like for sure if you've been abused all your life majority of times you're gonna become an abuser too you I know really root for so it's sad because like, I really want better for her. It's, of course. I'm like, she's a mom. So now it makes yeah. me think about her daughter. Like, I'm like, does she have full custody of her daughter? Maybe her mom lives with her. You know, it, it, something that has to be, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Again, mm-hmm. of course, not saying she's a bad mom, but, you know, it just makes you wonder, like, what is that? What does her whole life really look like? What does her day-to-day yeah. life look like, you know? Um, and she used to and it's music. like yeah, like one thing that they will tell you that especially if this was on a network, um, they will pump pump you up to do these type of things. They'll put you in places and feed you liquor and get you high and mm-hmm. do, and do stuff so that it could be ready, set, go. Exactly, you know? so exactly. Prayers, prayers to everybody involved because Lex too. 
That shit. <sighs> I'm surprised she could call 911. I know, right? Um, but let's switch it to something a little bit more um positive, right? Not so negative. So, for the first time in 21 years, BET is black-owned again. And for the first time ever, VH1 is now black-owned. Tyler Perry just made history as the first African-American to buy two major television networks. Whoa. You got to clap it up for that. Whoa. That is major. There we go, Tyler Perry. Um, and I think they said that, okay, Tyler Perry has swooped in and snatch up, um, snatch up the two um, iconic networks for $400 million. Mm. $400 million. Mm. Damn, that was it. So <laughs> BET and VH1. I know. For, I mean, but that's a lot of money, though. Buy one, get one. I know. Buy one, get one free, uh. $400 million. What do you think about this? Okay. Not okay. So, on one side, kudos, 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 black man, black man. Right, 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 Good right. job. You know what I mean? Um, you can always just be, be um, at, you know, you can always just admire Tyler Perry for how he does business and whatever, you know, the places he's gone, all the places you shall go. Mm-hmm. But on the creative side, I'm not a fan of it. As, yeah. a, crea- as a creative, I'm not a fan because I'm already not a fan of how he's dominated BET. Yeah, I, I don't like Tyler Perry's um his his expression of what it, of blackness. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I think that you know we can be a fan of Tyler Perry, the man, the business, and what he's done in the space mm-hmm. um to create black space and black you know equity. But I'm not a fan of him as a creative at yeah. all. Yeah, and I think that when I remember BET, BET was literally the black MTV. Mm-hmm. They were with the culture. They had a pulse to pop. Um, and I think that with hip-hop being the forefront of pop culture right now this is where bt is supposed to be the place where everybody to looks shine. to find the coolest music the greatest looks things like I, I don't know i hope that like great talk shows yeah you know it, it's not to me a place where we watch more of tyler perry's plays which is what it's become that's pretty much because even before he bought it he has at least i feel like at least six Shows, yeah, if on, not ten shows on BET that are not great shows, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, obviously, he has his audience. You know, people are gonna watch it, but yeah. I feel like it would. I don't want to say. I feel like you only devalue BET because of his creativity, not yeah. because of him, not because it's owned by a black person, but just because of the type of shows. Now. Him buying BC, whatever, I'm hoping maybe it will just make it better. I mean, maybe he would really get a team this time because you definitely cannot do this shit by yourself. Okay, because we know Tyler Perry like to play one man band. But even VH1 too, like even VH1 now is trash before he bought like it. I didn't like that he moved Love and Hip Hop from VH1 to MTV. I did not like that move. Did he move it? I just put it on him. I'm okay. sorry. But I didn't like that, that move. It was moved from. And I assumed it was because of Tyler Perry. It's been moved for a while though, so I don't. Why I don't want. Yeah, it's been moved. Girl, it's been moved for a while. Like permanently, like new episodes, not reruns. Yes, yes, it's been moved. Not this year, not last year. It's been a while. That it's oh, been I moved. thought they kept saying that they kept advertising like on a new home. Oh, it's it's been moved for a little minute now. So uh, it's, yeah, it's been. I mean, like it's of course it's fairly new, but it's definitely been moved for a little oh, okay, while. Because they keep saying MTV. It. Yep. But I don't like that because MTV is not. For, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I mean MTV. Definitely have reality shows like The Real World. You know what I'm saying? They definitely do have, but it's a different type of reality Let's call it Spade to Spade. MTV has always been for the white folk. BET and VH1 has always been for the black folk. Mm-hmm. And that's that. We have VH1 because we... Like, VH1 was low-key supposed to be like the middle ground. I thought VH1 was middle ground, right? It was right? the middle ground, but, you know, we had more of the reality shows. Like, that was our yeah. thing. They had more of the music part of VH1. And, yeah, I just... No, it doesn't make sense for it to be on MTV and I don't know I mean on the bright side he unbanned Chief Keith so Chief Keith is supposed to perform at the BET Awards okay okay um, so I and I think to me that's gonna be the testament of like what what was to it Tyler so the I, BET Awards fact I was just gonna say that so maybe he could class it up maybe he would class up the BET Awards Ooh. 
Maybe because let's be real, B two awards have it. It has gone down. Said, it's gone down. It's gone down, and not just about like other looks, but just everything. How the people yeah. look, even how they do the organization, the organization, the their awards, the categories. Like it has gone all the way down. Plummeted all the way. Yeah. So, but congrats to him. This is good. You know, we definitely do need more black owners. You know what I'm saying? We do need more black people to own. Major leagues, major companies that we all that you know, it's important. So okay, this is good for us. Overall, it's good. We're proud of you. You know what I'm saying? But just make us proud at the same time. Good job. Okay. All righty. Uh, but this week we are actually talking about something fun, sexy, but serious at the same time. Not fun and sexy. It could be fun and sexy. Okay, maybe not fun, depending on who you are. Okay. Um, but you know, relationship shit. It's always like sexy conversation to have, but serious at the same time. At the same time. Um, and this is something that has like been on social media for a while. And just even us as we're getting older, um, just even me talking about, you know, dating sites and Tracks. our dating pool. So basically our conversation is dating with kids. Mm. So y'all know what I'm doing with the kid. You know, uh, but this is something that we could both relate to in the sense of that. Yes, I do have the kid, but she doesn't. Ha- you don't have a, a child. No, I don't. But now you're getting to a stage where like you're questioning if you be if you should be open to dating someone with a child. Yes. Right. So I kind of want us to like talk about both aspects. Right. And what that looks like and how it could come into one and maybe possibly possibly be a successful relationship. But just basically know the expectations. Facts. Okay, so I know, you know, in our past conversation, you said that you're considering being open to having to dating someone with kids. Are you open to it or yes. something you're thinking about? So I would say that right now because I feel like the men that I want to date are anywhere between 30 being the youngest, 36, 37 being the oldest. At that age, it's very possible to have at least one child. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, for me, my mind is like 30 to 40. I'm like, let me just make 40 the cap. Ooh. I know, like, it's like, ooh, but I'm like, I'm going to be 30 next year, like 10 years. Make it a cap. But with that being said, what is the age limit? You know, like, what age of the child are you saying? I know you mentioned, like, saying at least they will have mm. a child. Is it just one child, two kids? Three kids. What's the limit for you? Um, I would say I try not. I would try not to date somebody with more than mm, one kid is ideal. Mm-hmm. Two kids is kind of pushing it. Got to be same baby mama. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody older than ten. Okay, so the age is like ten. Yes. So if you're with a 37-year-old man, he had a child like a 27 type of thing. Mm-mm, that's, mm-mm, no. You said 10 years old. Of the- no, 10 years old, not 10 years older. I'm Oh, I'm saying, but what's your age limit? You said the max is 37 years old. Yeah, so, so if I'm he saying if he's 37 and he had a child of 27, the child will be 10, right? Oh, I thought you were saying he had a child that is 27. No, what the oh, heck? yeah, that's, that's like, like close no. to your age. That doesn't make sense. No, okay. No, but I'm saying like that type of. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, and so two is the max. Yes. And it has to be same baby mama. Yeah. Why same baby mama? Because I don't want to deal with that drama. That's too much drama. That's too much What's drama. What's the drama? Having to deal with multiple women. Fact. How they feel like dealing with their kids. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. I'd rather just know one woman and know that that's that. Yeah. I agree. Even me, like, I used to be the type that I would say that um, I would not date a man with a child when, mm. I, when I didn't have a child. Um, I dated one man with a child. However, his child was in a different country. Oh, okay. So it kind of make I don't know if it was bogus, but it kind of make it easier in the sense of the mom and child was in different countries. So no facts. It's like we don't. It, really it was no like- personal dealing. Never saw. Uh, she never saw or heard of me. I don't know if she did hear of me or whatever. But it wasn't like, oh hey, I'm his new girlfriend type yeah, of thing. You, you know didn't have to do all that formalities. No, 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 no. Um, but right now, of course, that I have a child, it's different. You know, I like to be fair. So I think my max honesty is one. Um, I don't think I want to date someone with multiple kids because even dating someone with kids is a lot in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let alone multiple kids. But I do understand the importance of, like, 
the amount of baby mamas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because, or, you know, or if you're a guy, the amount of baby daddies, too, because those are different personalities, different households. Okay. Different families you have to work with. Now, not saying that if you see a good woman and she has two, like, three kids, two baby daddies, that you should turn her down. Um, but it's just more of you kind of knowing what to expect. Yeah. And what that may look like. You, you know what I'm saying? It's one um, one less obstacle. Yeah. And it, it takes a lot of preparation mentally, emotionally to do with. Because, you know, one baby mom may be super cool. Like, I get along with her. It's no problem. G. We damn okay. near friends. And the next is giving y'all hell. You know? Um, but same for me. I think I would I, I would stick with one. Um, then, and my age limits, I think... Honestly, my age limit right now is probably five. Oh. Because, I, you know, it's harder when it's older kids. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to impress them. You have to kind of, like, tap into their emotions and, you know, how they feel about you and how they feel about their parents not being together anymore, um, how they feel about you maybe, you know, um, um, do we um, disciplinary? What's the word I'm looking for? Disciplining. 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 Jesus. I want to say disciplinarian them. Disciplining them and all of that. Um, that plays a role because it's harder Thanks. with older because older kids are quick to be like, you're not my mama. Yeah, they're more conscious. You're not my of the daddy. Situation. You know what I'm saying? And they're more like, you know, um, I don't want to use the word of being jealous for their parents, but they're more of like, you know, even if their parents is over you. They're more protective. Child, more protective of like, and they're more of like, why you know my mom or why you know my dad, you know? Yeah. But I think with toddlers, younger ages, it's just easier to they penetrate. They don't remember, for real. It's easier to penetrate. They're more loving. They're, you know, they haven't really experienced so much. That's if they've not gone through so much trauma. Um, so they're easy to kind of work with and kind of blend into their lives. So I think right now, because my son is two, I think my age limit is probably five. And to me, I would daydream like, oh, let it be a man that maybe he takes care of his nephew. Maybe, you know, the mom is a drug addict kind of thing. So preferably <laughs> he don't have no kids for you. <sighs> I don't know. I honestly don't know because I think someone who has kids will be more understanding of the situation. You know what I'm saying? And know what to expect. Someone who doesn't have kids to date me, it may be like, oh, why are you talking to, you know, your child father regularly? You know what I'm saying? Or why is he coming over? Or why are you guys having dinner together as a family if you guys are not together? But that's the dynamic that we already have for Mm -hmm. our son. You know what I'm saying? To at least have some sort of, for him to see that we're still a family, you know, with him, you know, that we don't hate each other. So he can experience both his parents in the same setting. Mm. Um, so that may be hard for someone who doesn't have a child. But however, even someone who has a child may not understand it depending on their relationship that they have with their um, co-parents. Right. So if someone who has a child and they have a toxic, like the typical baby mama, baby daddy drama, they may still not understand a peaceful co-parenting lifestyle. Because they may be like, you're supposed to hate your co-parent. Yeah, they you know may have some extra ill yeah. will. Yeah, like why y'all get along? Why y'all texting? Why y'all on the phone? Why y'all FaceTiming? Why y'all see each other, you know, a couple of times a month or a week or whatever? Uh-huh. Like y'all doing too much. Like you still fucking him. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely takes someone who is mature and who is really ready for it. It's a lot. I definitely think that people underestimate when you have a child with somebody, y'all family. Yes. Like, no matter how you spin it, y'all now family. Mm-hmm. So it's like people underestimate that. Like, people just are kind of like, y'all just had a kid together and what? Yeah. And I think that's where most of the problem comes from in accepting baby mama, baby daddy drama. Absolutely. It's hard. Um, and, you know, people may not want to be family with your co-parents. At all. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, mm, that's your Because typically your relationship is like your ex is your ex, that's your past. I haven't got to see him. I barely have to know his name. I don't have to know where he lives, even if he's alive. You know, some people do like that. Your ex is your ex, mm. that's it. But your co-parents is in your life, especially the type of parents that I know I am, and even uh, my son's father is, one of those parents to be like, oh, at the age of 18, everything stops. Like, he's 18, he's grown, um, he do his own thing, he pays his own bills, we ain't got to help him. Like, we're those parents that we're going to help until he needs 
yeah. to the help. Even if he's a 40-year-old man that yeah. needs his parents to assist him in any real matter. Not saying that we're going to spoil him and enable him to not be a responsible adult. Right. But if it's that he needs help buying a house, starting a business, um, you know, he's down on his luck, whatever it is, like, we're still forever going to be his parents. You know what I'm saying? Because right. even today, I tell his dad, like, we're going to forever take Christmas pictures. That's the tradition that we have. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So even if... My son is 40 years old with his own kids. We taking some Christmas pictures. Yeah. We we could take we're going to take one shot with just me and, you know, us and the kid. And then he bring his kids and wife. And then if you have your own wife and extra kids, we all could be in the pictures too. Oh, that's nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's 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 important. Family is important. Unity is important, important, you know? But I kind of want us to go into the expectations mm. of, you know, you right now, what do you feel like the expectations are dealing with someone or dating someone that has kids? I think that I have the expectation to be like, I know your kid is going to come first. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know how I feel about the expectation of your baby mama coming first. Ah, interesting. Because mm-hmm. it's like, some for some people, that's one and the same. It's like, they family, my kid is my baby mama. Woo-woo. But for me, I'm like... It's not that I feel like things are going to be super separate, but you got to know the time and place. The boundary. You got to know. Like, to me, it's just like, yeah, you're, you, you here, you taking care of your child, so on and so forth. What that got to do with her? You know what? I think what plays a major role with that is the age of the child. Yes. That plays a major role. That's why I would not really advise anyone to date someone that had a child a few months ago. Facts. Have no. a child a year or two ago. You know, no. because it's still really touchy feely. It's still really a delicate thing. I think the age plays a major role because if the child is a baby or a child is a toddler, they're super attached to the child. Mm. And everything that a child needs, you need to hear from the mother. You know what I'm saying? The the basic needs is like you have to go through the mom. Facts. But of course there's still ways to create boundaries. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you could you know, if you're a I'm trying to think what the boundaries may be. Like, if you're, what do you think the boundaries should be? With you even saying what you just said, how would you feel the se- What do you think the separation is of like the child being number one and the baby mama not being number one? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I think that with the child, anything that pertains to child, attend to. But with the baby mama, I just feel like there's some things where it's like. This is between you and how you feel like dealing with your children. Okay. Maybe things like um, food. <laughs> what about food? Like how you want to feed the kids. That's between you and how you're feeding them today. Okay, so how does the, your partner come into playing that? Some people may be like, ooh, the kids are hungry. They want McDonald's, but I don't got McDonald's money. Okay. Well, then you're not feeding them McDonald's. Okay. In my mind. Okay. Find whatever you can afford to feed them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to call my, my, my man for that. I think it would be different. I get that. But I think on my end, too, knowing how kids could be, like, there are times that I'll cook a meal and my son will not eat it. Knowing that I cooked this few weeks ago and you smashed this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then if it's a stage where he's like, he's really like, No. I want McDonald's, or I want Giordano's, whatever. Or maybe, like, maybe, let's say you have promised them a certain meal, you cannot afford it, whatever, like, but you know the dad can, and you say, hey, could you send money for the child eating this? Mm. It should just be a, a simple quick pay. It shouldn't have to be a conversation. It doesn't, you don't even have, you the partner or girlfriend don't even have to know about it because it shouldn't have to be that deep. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You know, it, it, it shouldn't have to be that deep. So I think that is that could be a minute issue. That could be a situation that is not big. But I think the main thing is, are you comfortable truly being number two? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, mm. it's not you guys' child. Now, if it's your child, fact. you know, like, like for me, it's my, my son. I know, like, I come number two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even with my personal dealings, he comes first. So it's no second yet, second yeah. thinking. But, like, now I think about when I'm dating other men, it may be like, oh, baby, let's go out. Let's do this, whatever. I'm like, oh, you know what? Today, my son has whatever today. You know what I'm saying? Right. He has swimming lessons today, you know, or he has to go to school. Oh, he has a doctor's appointment today. Or we've set up to go to the zoo today or whatever. It's like, that comes first. Yeah. Now, of course, as a parent, you kind of have, as a partner, you have to find a middle ground. So a good example, um, 
um, Latoya Lockett, Lockett mm. um, when she married her now divorced husband, she did mention, you know, he already had a, a six-year-old, five-year-old daughter from a previous relationship, and it was their wedding day. And, you know, after the wedding was over, he got the daughter into the limo, yeah. like, all right, let's go to the hotel. And she's like, uh, no, this is our wedding day. Yeah, now, situations make, like that. That like, makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Come on now. Like, let her go with her grandma. Okay, it's our wedding night. Come on. Let her go with her mama. Like, she was at the wedding. That was great, as she should be at the wedding. You know what I'm saying? She participated. She is part of the wedding. You know what I'm saying? But to say, I get in the car with us as we leave the wedding. No, let it be me and you, because this is our wedding day. Like, let's have moments for ourselves. Exactly. So I think it's definitely finding that boundary of, like, you know, that line of, like, okay, we have moments for ourselves where the partner is not feeling like, it's all about this child. Because even if you're in a regular relationship that you have a child with your partner, it shouldn't just be about the child. Y'all should have your personal time too. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I feel like it's kind of hard to accept that they are always going to be a family with their child, the parent of their child. Yeah. So it's like you kind of are family, but not really. They have their own family as mm-hmm. them. And I think that people sometimes, like, neglect that. Yeah. That's like, no, it's not just a situational thing. They are their own form of a family. Mm-hmm. So, like, at this point, we are polygamists because I have to now join. Not polygamists now. For real, because I have to join your family to a degree. You do. And, of course, not every co-parenting or baby mom, baby daddy situation means, like, they're actually family. You see two situations exactly. where, like, they're not involved with each other. Like, exactly. it's a strict, like, drop the child at the police station. I pick them up. And that's it. And, like, the child is the middle person mm-hmm. with communication. Whether, like, Summer Walker is the nanny that is the person who's that's communicating. That. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of like, you know, it's also one of those, like, women who date men that know that they have kids. But they're right. not involved in their kids' lives. So it's like some women, as we said, we don't want to be number two. You know, prefer to be number one. But it's like I can also, I can whether I have a child or not, I would also not be comfortable being with a man that I know has a child, but you're not in your child's life. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. I can't, cause to me that's like, duh, you are gonna do this to me? That's the thing, and people, women don't get that. It's like yeah, cause women are taught that like at some point the things that we do are supposed to alter a man and make him feel like we're enough or you want to do this for us. And the fact that the matter is, especially when it comes to children, that is not the case. It's not. He has to be fully motivated. Period. He has to want to do it. No matter what. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So on social media, I did see like some situations people talked about. So a man did say... um, his baby mama's car broke down okay. um, and he helped her fix it, you know, financially also get into the mechanic. And then the girlfriend had an issue with it. Like, why are you giving her money to fix her car? Mm. But he's like, well, I didn't really, he, she needs that car to take my child to school, to doctor's appointment, whatever. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Especially when it comes to money too. I feel like that's part of kind of what I was just saying. Like you got to acknowledge that, they are their own family. Mm-hmm. So in a way that he's going to always make sure the mother of his child is okay and secure. No matter how they are, it's part of his duty because they are a family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you are with a man with a child, you have to accept that, that he has another Absolutely. family. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's hard to do with. I know, um, you know, last week we talked about Money Bag Yo mm-hmm. in an interview he did. Um and also, what's his girlfriend's name? Ari. Ari. She did do like a interview with BET sisters, you know, type of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned that one of her fear of getting married is because she doesn't want to like money to be taken care of, taken out of her money yeah, for like the child support, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like if he's paying child support and the request for more child support, you guys are joint income, joint taxes, Facts. money will be taken out of you, Facts. out of your pocket. What do you think about that? Would you not marry a man because, you know, like, he has kids and that may affect your income with the child support situation? Yeah, if you have too many kids. Because mm-hmm. he has a lot of kids. He, he has, like, nine. 10 kids. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, I, I would be wary, too. But if it was, like, one, mm-hmm. two, we could talk about it. I would marry you. Yeah. 
But like all that four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm. I agree. Mm. Yeah, it's I, too I, much. I, I totally agree. I totally agree, and I agree because I ain't gonna lie with my situation. Um, he has made it clear that if I have a problem, like I had car issues. And he did offer to pay to give me a certain amount. Okay. And I said, thank you. I'm going to take it. Facts. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I really will. I'm not going to listen. It's not easy. Whether a child or not, it's not easy paying for car stuff or taking care of yourself individually. So let alone with a child and someone is helping you, you know, offering a helping hand and knowing that majority of my, honestly, quite frankly, majority of my driving is for my son because Mm. I work from home. My clients come to my home. So I really don't need to leave my house. You know, unless I want to go pick up products, which is not that often, you know. Okay. Um, So the back and forth consistently every single day. To daycare or to Target or grocery store really is from it's my for son. your son, yeah. Yes. Help me with my car. Absolutely. Uh, but I think I'm also the type that I know that if he's to get married, I would have my boundaries, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, then he has a different household. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, not be, just because you have a household, that doesn't mean you have to neglect this household you created over here. Okay. If you don't create, you created a household over here. It's a household. You know what I'm saying? You created that. Um, but I also, I, I'm the type of woman that I'll be mindful of that. I'm not going to pester you for every little shit neither. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh, I mean, that would be unfair. See, and that's where we differ. Because, like, if you was the, the father of my child, mm-hmm. I mean, I would almost pester you for everything. Because I would get to a point where I was like, I just want to bug you. <laughs> like, it can't just be on me. What you doing? Facts. No, no, no. Facts, though. Facts, though. Facts, 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 facts. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's exactly how I would carry it because I just feel like no, like you can't just decide in and out when you want to be a partner, all that other. Absolutely, stuff. and don't feel like because you got married or you're in a new relationship, like things has to change or like your you know your participation will limit. No, and okay, so how would you feel about your baby daddy, baby mama finding another partner? What are your expectations for that new partner? That's a very good question. Um, so, one, I don't want to meet there immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like to know that it's a serious relationship. Okay. You know, don't tell me, oh, two months in. I mean, unless it's one of those, like, oh, for loving, for sight, yeah. whatever. Um, but my expectation is if it's a serious relationship, I mean, the only way I'm going to see them is if it's a serious relationship. But that you're all going to be a step-parent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying that, oh, you have to pick him up type of thing. But, like, if he's visiting his father and you are there, you're going to be a parent figure. Oh, yeah. That's on you. And the expectation is we're going to... I told him, too. Like, a new person comes into your life and you know it's it's serious. We're going to have to have a sit-down and talk and I have to meet her. I would have to know what type of woman is going to be in my son's life. You know what I'm saying? Now, I may or may not like her. You know what I'm saying? But I have mm. to make sure that my reason for not liking her isn't of, of jealousy mm. or, like, mm, that type of feeling. But yeah. if I don't like her, it's going to be a serious thing of, like, okay, I, I low-key know this is not a good woman. You know what I'm right. saying? Even being with you nor my son. So it's it's going to be a tough thing if that's to happen. But we kind of have discussed it because, you know, he has experience with that too. Not with her personally, but like, you know, with him growing up, you know? So we have, and he did say like, no matter what, he's going to make it clear that whoever he dates, the person who has to be like, he has a child and this child comes uh, first. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but if I don't like her, I'm going to let him know. I don't like her. Yeah. I'm going to be cool. Keep it copacetic Possible. But you got to be but honest. But the moment my son says something, it's over. It's over. It really is over. He either not going there to your house no more. You going to have to come here to see him. Like, something going to yeah. have to change. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The moment my child, I see, even if he doesn't say anything, the moment I see that he's uncomfortable, I see yeah. any signs, it's absolutely over. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the same way I, I know that when I, and it's awkward because I'm like, damn, when I get an issue with that, when I'm going to be like, Time to meet the father. And how do you enforce that? Because, you know, kids, sometimes kids just say things. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's wrong, nothing, whatever. They just meant that it's nothing mommy or daddy. That's true. That's very true. Kids do be lying. Okay? But, you know, I think it's, 
the enforcement starts immediately. You know what I'm saying? Immediately that you see that you and the parent is not together. Yeah. Don't not wait till oh the parent now has a boyfriend and you now or a girlfriend. You now want to explain shit to the child yeah. because it will be new to the child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even us with us now, you know, we say like okay, once a month or so. We're going to do something with the baby together as a family. Whether it's like we go to the zoo together just so he could see experience both his parents. Um, but, you know, when he gets to the stage where he fully understands, well, again, he's too, he's impressionable. So even if he sees another partner with mom and dad, he wouldn't really, you know, yeah, just like, oh, another partner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if he gets to that stage where he would fully understand, it would be like we meet after, he, even right now, he would know that, he lives with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he doesn't see that every day, you know? Yeah. So we have to implement that, like, we're not together. You know what I'm saying? We can't be touchy-feely in front of him. Kiss or at all or kiss and stuff like that to make you feel like, yeah. oh, mommy and daddy love each other To not give way. a false air, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of times when kids feel like that way or, you know, or super protective, it's on behalf of how they know their parents look yeah. you feel. Not saying that they wouldn't individ- you know, individually feel that by themselves. But they feel it. But it's, a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm fighting for my mom or I'm fighting for my daddy yeah. type of thing, you know? Um, so you just kind of have to make it super clear, like, hey, mom and dad, they're happy with not being each other. Apart. You know what I'm saying? We're here. We, we created you with love and we're here to take care mm-hmm. of you. You know what I'm saying? Um, not that... You know, it's, it's, it's none of that type of thing. I for sure agree with that because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like if it was me in that situation, I mean, I feel like I would carry it like the, similar to how you would. Like, mm-hmm. everything would be cool, but if I feel like there's an issue with how my child responds to you, yeah, we would have to have a conversation. Um, I also feel like by that eight, by that range... There should be a freedom between both parties. Like, okay, you're dating, I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it wasn't a full freedom. Um, and when you, when you say freedom, what do you mean? Why wouldn't there be full freedom? Because sometimes there's like, I like you and I want to date, but I'm scared to date other people. Okay, I think I'm at that, at that stage, right? Because I'm like, even with dating, it's like, I'm putting myself out there, but I'm super nervous. I am so nervous. I'm just like, mm-hmm. will they be understanding or like even simple things as like scheduling dates. Exactly. I don't have the freedom to be like, I'm just going to up and go. Like if it's not his father's day to watch him, you know what I mean? And then I, and I say, oh, and, and you know, we schedule a day on a day that's not his dad's day to watch him. And I don't have a sitter. It's like, yikes. You no, know what I'm saying? Real. It's quite tough. And I saw an Instagram where, um, Instagram post where a guy said that, you know, dating a woman with a baby daddy is tough because she would always, and I think this applies to both both sides too, Yeah. but that she would always, um, you know, the other partner, the co-parent has power over their emotions. Facts. You know, over their life in general. So the woman would always have this man that could make her happy, make, make her sad in the twinkle of an eye. So that if... We, as the couple, boyfriend, girlfriend, we plan to travel to Hawaii and everything is set. And then out of exactly. nowhere, the co-parent is like, you know what? I can't, um, I can't do it. I have whatever. The trip is canceled. And then she's in a horrible mood. And then that affects your relationship. Then you're arguing that you're both mad. You know, like this person has a heavy impact Thanks. on whoever you're dating. And I'm just like, damn. And I'm working. I really don't want that to be the case for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is why it's important to f- kind of get over your ex or your Before baby daddy. Before you go to your next person? Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times with that, the heavy emotion also comes with it because you're too emotionally intertwined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, of course, regular baby mama, baby daddy shit, like, oh, canceling your day, whatever, that plays a major role. Fact. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all don't have a good or responsible adult, like, you know, co-parenting relationship is gonna be tough. If some, if one party's immature, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, dating. I feel like dating and trying to collaborate and be with somebody, and it's just kind of like we not on the same accord. We gotta be on the same accord. Like that's just the point. Bank. We gotta period. be. We have to be on the same accord. Like there has to be a real conversation post breakup, post ending it. Because I feel like 
when you decide that, okay, I'm going to have this child, there's a part of you that believes that y'all going to be a happy family. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't be like that, I just feel like with that, we got to have a conversation. Yeah. This isn't a regular breakup anymore. No, it's not. Because like, it's like you stay in my life forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I just be feeling like, yeah, we do have to have that conversation. And if we got to take some time before we move on, then we got to take some time. But, mm-hmm. like, there is something to, like, this moment being honored. Absolutely. And I don't want to be those co-parents. I've seen co-parents where it's like, oh, the child is graduating from college or their master's degree or whatever. And, like, when it's time to, like, go to the graduation, take pictures, they never take pictures together with the child. Oh, why is that? Because you guys you guys both made this child. You guys both have an impact on this child's success. But you guys cannot both cheese and be like, congratulations, we did this shit. Yeah, no, that's that happened recently. But it happens. It do be happening. Like, yeah, the whole... We we can't stand each other routine that people would do. It's like, but y'all had sex, though, so y'all can stand each other a little bit. And what I'm learning and people telling me, like, you know, it's not you guys not being together that has the most impact with the child, but it's the friction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if there's no healthy dynamic between you guys, you guys are constantly fighting, cursing each other. That's what affects the child. The same way, if even if it's a two-parent home and you guys are not healthy and constantly arguing. That's what's going to affect the child. Not because you guys in a two-parent household, that's what's going to save the child. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, y'all need to be healthy for the child. Um, Completely. And just make better choices and tell yourself, like, listen, I love my child. And this is what I'm going to do to make it better with the mother of their child. Because I think that people neglect so much. Like, y'all are family. Whether you like it or not, Mm -hmm. you have become family. So I... As oh, a, sorry, as a step parent, how would you do? You think you could dis- discipline the child? I just, in general, try not to discipline other people's kids the same way I would discipline mine. Okay. Um, but I have no problem speaking to other people's children. Okay, so. So meaning if you spank your child, you wouldn't spank their child even if you, even if you know that no. they deserve spanking. No. So does that mean you don't consider your husband's child your child? Oh no, I do. So why wouldn't you spank them? Oh, I thought you was just talking about in general. But when my husband I'm saying child- step parent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do it. I would do what I have to be what has to be done. Okay. So you would like discipline your child uh-huh. the step parent the same way the step child the same way you discipline your own oh, child. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what if the mom didn't agree with that? If What if the mom was like, I don't want you spanking my child mm-hmm. because I don't spank my child at home. So even though you spank your own child, don't spank my own child. I have to respect it. True. Because that's what she said, and that's the mom, and it's like, okay. That's the other parent. I don't agree, but whatever. And even if the dad is like, no, spank the child. I wouldn't even encourage him to have that fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. There's so much... Yeah, like, I feel like with co-parenting situations, there's so much that you're going to get into about, like, you got to pick your battles. Absolutely. I think, for example, like, for love and marriage, Kimi, um, she is married to Maurice, mm-hmm. who has, like, well, a 15-year-old son from a previous relationship, and she has really talked to him about doing his chores. So, chores yeah. like cleaning up your room, washing the dishes, like, household things. Um, but he's not been doing that. I don't know. And neither is... Her husband, which is his father, encouraging him to mm. do it. So she feels like, I, you know, she times like, do this. And it's like, he wouldn't encourage his son, like, hey, Kimmy just told you this, so you should do this. Like, he wouldn't do that. So they had a conversation with the mom. And they basically said, like, the mom, they said, like, I wouldn't want you to discipline. Kimmy already has a, a son from home, previously. Right. But he's like a 22-year-old son. So she did say, I don't want you to discipline my 15-year-old son that you, ha- you know, the same way you would discipline your own, the same way you had or you previously disciplined your own your son. 22-year-old son. So at this point, she's like, well, at this point, there's nothing I could do. I just need you as the father to be the one to, like, enforce this rule. So since Facts. my actions are limited, they're tied. There's only so much I could do. And I felt like, you know, that's quite an uncomfortable position to be. Yeah, because it's kind of like they're telling you that yeah, you're here, but it's conditional. Absolutely. It's too it's like, a limit. I'm going to watch your child. I'm going to be with your child all day. I'm going to do this. I'm going to feed them. I'm going to do all this other shit. But I can't discipline them. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's weird for me because, you know, I grew up with my stepfather, who I consider my dad. That's what I call dad. Um, but he was my dad so went through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think also because my biological father wasn't in my life, so that kind of made it easier. So there was nobody to, like, you know, to take permission for, from. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To ask, like, is it okay? It was yeah. like, okay, this is your mother's husband. You've known him and since you were six. Yeah. This is it. This is your dad, so he going to discipline you. And it wasn't, you know, my mom also wasn't like, oh, you can't discipline him because, you can't discipline me. He couldn't discipline me because he was my biological father too, mm-hmm. you know. So I think, you know, parents play a major role with the relationship with kids, you know. So what if the child is disrespecting you, cursing you out? I don't care. I'm going to say something to that kid. No matter what's going on, you cannot disrespect me. It's just the principle of being an adult. Like, I think that, you know, and I think I experienced this as a teacher, too, that people, I mean, people are, of course, always going to be a little bit more sensitive about their children. But sometimes they also be forgetting, like, yeah, I'm not their parent, but I'm an adult. Like, yeah. you know, I don't have to be their parent for them to respect me the way they respect you. Right, 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 right. And I think that that's, that's why I'm like, oh, you know, this is not even about no, we in a relationship shit. Mm-hmm. If a child disrespect me, I'm going to correct you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Overall, you know, dating someone with kids... It's definitely not an easy thing. You have to make sure you're ready for it mentally, emotionally, physically, and maybe even um, maybe even financially as well, too, yeah. you know? Um, but everyone's co-parenting is different. Just make sure you find which, fit, you know, fits for you. Yeah, for sure. And that's pretty much it. That Let's go it. to a next favorite segment. Yes, you all. So this week we're going to start with our Olodo of the week. An Olodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Goofass. So the logo goes to Rose Montoya. So Montoya, Rose Montoya is a trans model and activist. Um, so basically, you know, this is June. It is Pride Month. And the White House, um, they held like a pride celebration. And she basically showed up. She there was a point where they were taking pictures and she took pictures topless. Mm-hmm. Okay, so due to this, um, the White House has banned her from future events due to photos and videos that show her topless on the South Lawn during the LGBT Pride Month celebration on Saturday. Um, so of course, you know she went to IG saying that um, I am living my truth. I am being me. This is who I am. Um, but the White House sees it as disrespectful and it doesn't. Oh. Um, represents the lgbt community the way you know it doesn't represent them in a good light and i want us to tap into this because she's definitely getting your load of of the week because you at the white house see? yeah then they have some decorum you are you at the white house period this is a federal national thing shit damn near international thing this was not the time this is not the time Read this is your moment wrong. to shine your moment to educate people you know okay. what i'm saying because we already know that there's this stigma of people seeing the LGBTQ community as just this sexual, uh, sexual raunchy. deviant and raunchy, promiscuous group of people, whatever. But it's just like, so you take this moment. No one is saying don't live your truth. You know what I'm saying? Like Pride, if Pride Month, live your truth all the way out, okay. whatever. You know what I'm saying? There's so many parades, so many celebrations where you're, going, where you're able to post yourself topless. But the White House, you know... We all know you go to White House, you dress formal now. Be classy. This for is once. not even about whether you're gay or not. This is anyone. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Classy. Be classy. So um at first she at first she went on live IG, you know, talking her shit, saying, No, 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 oh. no. You know, um, I'm living my truth. This is wrong. But now she actually recently apologized. Okay, she better. Yeah, she did apologize specifically, you know, to the trans community and to the trans black community as well. Ooh. That this does take away from the mu- movement. You know, that's already, you know, it's very hard. It's harder. It's hard it's for a trans, trans community people. in general, yeah, you know, but trans black too or mm. trans people of color. It's yep. harder for them too. So to take that moment where, because, you know, she did, um, talk to the president too she was side by side with the president you know um so to take up that moment to kind of in a way abuse that moment yeah. you know um just for your own personal shine gain what for views whatever yeah. um you took away from, from the importance of what the lgbt yeah it was a for. weird it was a weird flex lgbt is more for me i'm because you know like it gets sometimes it does get confusing because yeah. i'm like lgbt is more than sex right yeah come on yeah. like do better so she gets you a little because of that. Her goofy ass. 
All right, you all. But on um, a high note, let's talk about our care for the culture this week. Our care for the culture this week is 14-year-old Preston Muntanga. He was hired to animate a scene for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, um, you guys know that this has been a great cinematic moment for black people between The Little Mermaid and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So to hear that it is a moment for us on screen and behind the scenes Mm -hmm. is awesome, especially with him being 14. And, you know, Miles Morales is around that age as well. There's so much relevancy. There's so much cultural competency. And I just love to see it. So shout out to the creators for doing what needed to be done. And shout out to Mutanga for um, being a part of that being a part of that. The way that he got a part of that was because he shot a shot-by-shot Lego rendition okay. of the original trailer on Twitter. And the producers of the movie, Chris Lord and Phil Meller, um, saw it and were very impressed. Yeah. So, y'all, social media is not a game. Shoot your shot. Do what you got to do. Period. Put it out there so that everybody can support you and you all can be as great as this young man right here. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome to hear. Um, so that's pretty much it. Any final thoughts before we go to the quote of the week? Um, guys, summer is among us. I want everybody to have a great summer. Be safe, be blessed, and enjoy life. Amen to that. Um, so we talk about co-parenting and dating people with, parent, with, with kids. So my quote pretty much says, co-parenting is not a competition. Okay, It's a collaboration of two homes or more working together with the best interest of the child at heart. Work for your kids, not against them. Don't create drama with the baby mama, baby daddy. Be understanding that the kid comes first. So whether you're the parent, you're the co-parent, you're the boyfriend, the girlfriend, whatever you are, you are in this kid's life, put them first. And this quote was by Heather Hetzler. I just added my extra two cents at the okay, end. Okay, Heather. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Please remember to subscribe, to share our podcast. Please, please, please um, follow us on our social media. Thank you. And this is Cross Culture. I'm a logo. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid makes me